Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Mark Cox Morning Show. I want to compliment your show on how fair and level-headed everything you guys talk about. Who is this guy? He's saying what we've been saying forever. Maybe what we need from a conservative standpoint is... The Mark Cox Morning Show. I respect that. We don't agree. Listen to both sides. This... Let's get it on. ...is the Mark Cox Morning Show. Uh, good morning to you. It is a Friday morning, and boy, you got got a little bit of a mix of a messy weather out there this morning, I'd say. I think it was raining when I walked out the door, and it was a mixture of rain and snow by the time I got downtown. I didn't see any potential traffic problems, but you know what happens when precipitation falls in St. Louis. Sue Thomas is going to have an interesting morning, yeah. don't you think? Oh, yeah. I was hearing sleet, and so I can—the roads weren't slick, like you said— but I yeah. can guarantee you that there will still be issues when you hit rush hour. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting a, a few people out there are going to have some problems this morning. Uh, Sue is going to be on top of that. Don't worry about it. We'll get you covered on the way in. Any big problems, uh, we'll uh, certainly let you know about it. And get and guess what? As psychotic as our weather is, it's going to be in the 50s this afternoon and in the 70s on maybe Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, baby. Nice. Got to go outside and do something. I love that. Uh, this, that's uh, that's perfect. That's just what I needed, in fact, uh, to cheer me up a little bit. Um, by the way, brought some cookies in uh, for the crew this morning, just so you know. Well, here's uh, let me just admit this. I, and I'm choosing the word taunted the crew yesterday, and I said, you know, I had a thought that I would bring you guys pancakes, and, and at the time, Carl, who was, now it's Ethan working for Carl this morning, but, you know, Carl gets all excited, Mark, you were all excited, and I'm like, but... I didn't. <laughs> and then I went home and I'm like, why did I even say that? I That's even worse. I should have just kept it to myself. I'll bring them tomorrow. I was like, I had... yeah, thank you. On Saturday. I'm like, it's the thought that counts that I thought about them and was like, I should make them pancakes. 
But I'm going to use the excuse of being a mom and being like, I, the time got away from me. This is true. Carl and I were very excited and understandably, right? And it, it is taunting. That is the best way to look at it. Because you brought that up. Our stomachs immediately started expecting pancakes. <laughs> and then we heard the butt monkey, which said, but I didn't do it. I felt I, I failed you. Just so. anticipate it potentially for next week. <laughs> Thank you. See, I'm not going to tell did, you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you it's which. Not I'm not going to tell you which day. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Kim. That, Thank you that, for the cookies. That, that'll Mark. cheer us up. You're for, welcome. That, yeah. oat, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Mm. So hopefully that'll uh, that'll help you out. A little sugar always helps at this hour for sure. Hey, a, a great show for you today coming up. You know, it's been a while since we talked about ranked choice voting. We're going to get to that issue for you again this morning because. It's not dead. Uh, There was an effort to bring it to Missouri uh, briefly. They're going to come back at us again. And I used an example, which was the state of Alaska and how that screwed things up up there. Um, uh, And we're going to talk to uh, one of the groups that's trying to rescind the ranked choice voting in some other states where they made the mistake of going ahead with this. So we're going to talk about that issue this morning in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, we've got state rep uh, Phil Cristofanelli on later. He's wanting a little bit of a little bit of cash out there in St. Charles County from uh, St. Louis when criminals uh, head to St. Charles County to commit crimes. And we're going to talk to Phil about that at around the 820. Lots of good stuff for you this morning. But first, uh, Ethan, let's get to our top stories, please. Do you want me to surprise you? Yes, sir. You got it. The Mark Cox Shortlist. How many Palestinian deaths? Must our country be complicit in killing before the violence ends? Can you kill a death? I, I don't know. I, I'm just listening to the words coming out of Corey's mouth there. That's Corey Bush. She's demanding a ceasefire. Uh, she wants President uh, Biden to I- insist that a sovereign foreign nation stop fighting terrorists. They believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Yeah, uh, Politico does not like Christians very much. That That is a Politico reporter named Heidi Prisbla, and uh, she's taking a little bit of heat for that comment this morning. This is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. Yeah, uh, you can't beat that. Donald Trump on the border yesterday. Uh, he was waving at the illegals on the other side of the border. They were yelling at his name like they recognized him from across the river. It was, it was a, um, an amazing scene. We're going to cover that for you this morning. Will you call for the re-recruitment, restoration of full rank and back pay for the 8,600 service members who were vax mandated out of the military? Uh, no, I won't. Boy, Lloyd Austin should be fired. I have the utmost respect for the men and women uh, in uniform. Lloyd Austin is now a civilian. He's retired general and, and, and uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, head of the Joint Chiefs there. What he did was unacceptable as defense secretary. Uh, he was uh, head of the Joint Chiefs. What he did as defense secretary was unacceptable. He went AWOL. Nancy Mace absolutely called him out on it yesterday. That was Matt Gates. You heard there. We're going to cover that uh, more for you uh, throughout the morning here as well. <laughs> I don't know if Nancy Mace, if her name is on the short list for VP or not, but yesterday she really, she 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 had a 
Josh Hawley kind of moment there on the dais. She really put the heat to Lloyd Austin, uh, leading one commenter on on Twitter to point out that he was going to need additional surgery to remove her foot from his <laughs> butt <clears throat> when she was done. And I think it was it was a point well made uh, on that one. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're, we'll get to we'll get to all that for you this morning. First, I want to I want to go to the phones because there's something very important happening tomorrow. People still have a lot of questions about it, uh, and I want to get to Matthew on line one. Matthew, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hey, Mark. I listen every morning. Um, with this caucus coming up tomorrow, that's our primary, correct? That's how we vote on who we want in the Republican uh, side. Th- this year, that is true. Yes. Well, I have to work tomorrow, so that means I don't get a say in it. I, I, I'm really not happy with this. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you, you got you. Have, we have to talk to the Missouri. Le, the legislature is the one that voted on this, so uh, okay. it, that that's what needs to be. They need to fix that in Jeff City. But I agree with you, by the way. I think it's silly we're doing a caucus. One of my friends yesterday was saying her husband works all day, and it's not like the primary where it's 7 to 7 when the polls are open so you can go before or after work. So I agree. This is silly if you have to work that you can't participate. Well, my understanding was always that, you know, you had the right to go vote and your employer had to give you the time to do that. Well, if I have to be there by 10 and may be there for hours, I I can't go. Yeah, I I imagine there will be a number of people uh, in that same situation uh, tomorrow who will feel they didn't get a chance to go and and express their opinion. Now, I, I will I will say this. It's not an excuse for it because it wasn't my idea. Uh, at the end of the day, Donald Trump is going to win the caucus. I don't sure. know who you support, but even if you supported, even if you supported Nikki Haley, for example, I mean, she doesn't have an ice cubes chance in hell uh, in this thing. So we, right. the outcome is kind of predetermined. I would be a lot more upset if it was still a four or five person primary and people felt like they didn't have an opportunity to go express their their choice. Hey, Mark, I, one real quick question. I'd love to hear your views on the up, upcoming governor race. So thanks. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I I appreciate that, Matthew. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, that that's a that's going to be an interesting race, right? We heard um, if if you listened earlier this week, um, we we were discussing the fact that you, you, the three men in the race, you got. Jay Ashcroft with the greatest name recognition, right, uh, obviously, because of his dad. Um, he's elected to statewide office already. You've got Mike Kehoe, uh, who's been elected statewide as the lieutenant governor and a former senator. So he's got some statewide name recognition as well. you got Senator Bill Eigel, who's well-known in the St. Louis region and has been working around the state to increase his name recognition. But that's a bit of an that, – that's an uphill battle, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, people in independence who are involved in – Conservative politics will most certainly have heard his name, and and he's been making the rounds to the local media markets. Bill's got an uphill battle. Bill understands that. In the polls, he he's he's done really well so far. In terms of one poll, showed him tied with Mike Kehoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kehoe was on the air with us earlier this week and said that their polls show them, you know, him in a strong second place, gaining on Ashcroft. So everybody's got their own polling they're looking at. It's still a wide open race, although Senator John Lamping believes maybe Jay Ashcroft stepped in a little bit with his comments on the military mm-hmm. and whether they deserve any special recognition or program statewide. And he seems to think that's going to open the door for Mike Kehoe. Here, here's traditional 
uh, analytics on this. The danger here in a three-person primary is that Bill Igel and Jay Ashcroft split the conservative vote and Mike Kehoe wins the primary. In, because you in a three-person race, you only need to get 30 percent mm-hmm. and, and you could win a little over 30 percent. And uh, that's the concern because there I know a lot of conservatives who are who like Bill Igel. I know a lot of conservatives and Republicans who like Jay Ashcroft. If they're still split on primary day um, in April or in August, I'm sorry, Mike Kehoe could come out of nowhere and, and he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot more money than both of them in terms of big donors like from the automobile industry. And he's gotten a lot of uh, endorsements uh, statewide, I believe, maybe from agriculture and a few others. Well, that's the thing. I know Bill Igel, it's been a very grassroots campaign effort where he's saying it's it's a lot of these small donors that yes. have amounted to quite a bit of money, all things considered. But he's maybe not having quite as many of those big donors like Mike Kehoe. And you have, you have to have that money to buy name recognition in areas where they don't know who you are. You just need to have and Bill Eichel out there with the flamethrower again because that on, got him nationwide <laughs> attention. He might do that again soon. He he very well might. Uh, we'll continue talking about that but and the caucus, by the way, throughout the morning. Uh, Kim posted up our story from earlier this week with Bob Enno on the website. You can go look at that. It's it's on the Facebook page. It's on it's on the uh, the podcast page, and he he explains how all this works uh, starting tomorrow. Wherever you happen to live in the state of Missouri, you can go pro- caucus if you don't have to work or have child care issues. Just say it. All right. Uh, quick break here. We're going to get to our national anthem. We're back in just a minute. This is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. I call him Crooked Joe because he's crooked. He's a terrible president, the worst president our country's ever had, uh, probably the most incompetent president we've ever had. But it's uh, allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, President Trump, for going to the border and speaking the truth about what's going on down there. It is an invasion. We have had six million people. Enter this country since Joe Biden became president. Kim, do you know the population of the state of Missouri? What is the population of the state? It's of Missouri? less than that. It's it's uh, it's right at six months, like five and a half million people. We we've had the equivalent of an additional United States saw, state added to our population in this country, and you, it, n- the mainstream media wants to act like that hasn't happened. Joe Biden wants to act like that hasn't happened, acting like there's nothing you can do about this, except that he walked into office and rescinded about 75 or 80 executive orders by Trump that had at least controlled the border. And he rescinded all those and now claims there's nothing he can do unless Congress asks. And he's got uh, whipping boys like Chris Murphy, who he sends out to carry water for him and say stupid things like this. Well, I mean, first of all, this invasion rhetoric is just absolutely disgusting. It's xenophobic. It's racist. Go to Ukraine. You'll see what an actual invasion looks like. Yeah. Oh, go, go to Ukraine. You can see what an invasion looks like. This invasion thing, it's ridiculous. Uh, get, shut up, Chris Murphy. I, I've heard enough of your nonsense on the gun issue. 
I mean, the, what we've got going on down there is is um, not just an invasion of the United States. This is what you need to understand. It's it's an attempt to radically change the United States and ensconce a Democrat majority forever. Because the people coming across the border know they're beholden to Joe Biden and the progressive left in this country. And and you can bet on it because you can look at the polls. People, the generations be behind me are much softer on the idea of, well, you know, they're here already. We should just go ahead and let them become citizens. I mean, why would we kick these poor people out? They're just looking for a better life. Uh, completely ignorant of the fact that we have legal immigration procedures you're supposed to follow if you come into this country, and you can't do this in any other country in the world. And yet they want you to believe that it's going to be okay. So unless we change the minds of those people who will soon be in power in elected positions in the across the United States, certainly in Congress, and again eventually in the White House— they will give citizenship to millions of people who broke into our country and violated our laws, all for the hopes that they can secure their vote. It, it, this is the greatest threat to our country right here. It is an invasion. You have to call them newcomers because that's what the Biden administration is now referring I'm to them so as. I'm so happy you brought that up. I've got this here in my stack. They, they're now not, they're no, not only they're not calling them illegal aliens anymore, they want to call them migrants. Now they want to call them newcomers. <laughs> Welcome the newcomers to our Shangri-La in the United States. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're back with Kim on a whim in just a couple of minutes. Kim on a whim. Mark and I were talking in the commercial break about how Anheuser-Busch has just reported uh, the sales for the last year. So sales at Anheuser-Busch InBev decreased by about $1.5 billion in North America last year. And, of course, that is in light of the ridiculous year that Bud Light had 
as it relates to Dylan Mulvaney and then the CEO refusing to apologize for it. I I am still of the opinion that like these companies made terrible decisions and I'm not at a place where I'm like, yeah, I would go order a Bud Light. Now, to be honest, I don't love Bud Light in general and I like beer. Like I, I like craft beer. But I'm like, I can't bring myself to to order something like that and want to support them in any way. And I still feel that way about Target. I love Target. I live very close to a Target. So it makes me very sad that I'm not going there. But it's like I, I, I don't feel right yet about walking back into a store like that because of the ridiculous decisions they made with like the tuck friendly bathing suits and the satanic stuff that we saw unfold. I guess that was what, last summer? Right. Right. Gosh, it's and, been almost and, a year, right? Like right. last May or something? I, I agree. I, I think what you've seen here, and what was the final number? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to $1.5 billion <clears throat> was the loss for Anheuser-Busch InBev. Anheuser-Busch sales in North America dropped $1.5 billion last year. If, if, if nothing else, if that's not a—I mean, I don't know that it's enough to scare other people, other people away, but it should be. It's not, though. But in, in, in the woke corporate structure of today, I'm told these all these CEOs care about is ensuring their golden parachute. And that once they get on a, on a corporate board, they then work to surround themselves with people who— say all the right things, as long as they continue to vote for that person to remain as CEO, the CEO doesn't care. They they give up caring at that point. There are a few exceptions to that, <clears throat> like Elon Musk and a few people who have enough money that they're willing to stand up and say no. In Anheuser-Busch's case, this is what's baffling to me. I've got a number of friends who, who have either worked at Anheuser-Busch in the corporate headquarters down here or are connected in some way. And several of them called me during this, and they said, <clears throat> no, Mark, you, you don't understand. Anheuser-Busch is still, they're still very conservative. All, all the people that work down there are still very conservative. And, you know, they acknowledged that they, by firing, what's her name? That, that the they, marketing. The marketing lady. lady. That they screwed up, and they, they got rid of her, and they're now moving in the other direction. And I'm like, okay. But here's what here's what I don't think you understand is that this was a slap in the face to the blue collar Joe who goes into the bar after work to order a Bud Light uh, and and refresh themselves. What you told them is you don't care about them anymore. Right. You 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 don't care what you care more about. And, and make sure my computer's up over here, Ethan. You care more about this guy then you care about me, like, right? Even in college, this was just a few years ago. Like, if mm. one person potentially didn't like me, mm. it would keep me up at night. Like, mm. truly, I was like, "Oh God, how do I fix this?" Mm. And now there are hundreds of thousands mm -hmm, of people mm -hmm. that do not like me, mm. and I still sometimes can't sleep. Yeah, but poor, poor little, uh, poor little Dylan Mulvaney. And instead, you let somebody who's woke. Uh, an AB brand manager, what was her name? I can't uh, Alyssa Heinerschneid or something. Heinerscheid, was that her name? Uh, I've got her sound here. This Listen. incredibly iconic brand. And my what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what, is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly 
inclusive <gasps> and feels yes. lighter and brighter it's and different inclusive. and appeals to women and to men. <laughs> mm -hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to <laughs> see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch There's humor. And it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the, it was a, it was the correct decision to fire her. But I think what bothers maybe I'll just speak for myself. Yeah, I was irritated to see the Dylan Mulvaney thing. But I think what bothered me more was the handling of it from from Bud Light. From AB. And they, they would not apologize. You saw that CEO on how many networks and they over and over and over again would ask him, do you regret it? Was it the wrong decision? Do you want to apologize? And he would not. He was a professional, like just sidestepper. He, he figured out a way to avoid actually acknowledging that, yes, they made a mistake. Same with Target. Remember when everything was happening and like with the violence or whatever, and they're like, oh, we're moving the stuff back to the store because of wasn't it like violence that they were saying was the reason or something like they wouldn't acknowledge in my opinion what the true reason was for their decision they, the, they found like the, a scapegoat and that's what pisses me off because just acknowledge it they're more worried about their rating it's by the sei the, or whatever right, right. They're, they're, that's they're what more they care worried about. about that than they are the people that are buying their product but, but here's the question like has target has ab <sighs> have they have they had their punishment? Like, I would be curious if there were a poll to see for people like me who have boycotted these companies, because I still am, and I I don't have a set date of when I would go back, but no, not anytime soon, I guess, is the plan. Like, how how long is it that you feel like you need to wait before you're like, okay, they've kind of done their punishment? Or is it like, okay, no, they need to come out and, and be apologetic or stop doing all of this nonsense I, altogether before I will ever step foot, I, for example, back in a target? I think for some people, that's what they're waiting for. And my point in that in the conversations I've had with people who either worked down there or still have family members who work down there was, this is what your 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 guy doesn't get. He's arrogant enough to believe that by sidestepping an apology, it's all going to be okay. And all the people sitting in their backyard in their in their lawn chair after work, sipping a beer after they mow their lawn, not the ones that can pay for a lawn care service, but your bread and butter, the people that were going and buying a 12-pack of Bud Light on the way home aren't buying it anymore. Because you won't come out and admit that you screwed up because people like Dylan Mulvaney aren't drinking beer. They're drinking White Claw and crap like that. <laughs> Let's just admit it. Don't hate on the White Claw, Mark. Well, but 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 uh, spritzer, <laughs> what, what, whatever you want to call it. I won't name I won't name the brand, but that, that's what they never grasp. And and now uh, here's a one point five billion with a B dollar loss because of your stupidity. And your wokeness. And if you want to argue to me or have people argue to me behind the scenes, well, we're a conservative company. What? Where's the evidence? That's all we wanted. All we wanted was the the, the guy to come out and say, we made all a right, mistake. we made a mistake. Listen, we saw trends in the industry. We thought we needed to have somebody come in with fresh ideas. That was not the idea we needed. We needed another Spuds McKenzie commercial or something to to prove to the core beer drinkers out there that we're we're a company that you should like. What I really don't like now, though, is how many companies are woke. Like Amazon, 
woke. I mean, there's so many companies so many. and you you get to a point where it's like, OK, I do still have to go get groceries. I still have to go buy clothing at some point. And obviously I pick and choose and I, I do try to think about values of the companies that I'm supporting. But you cannot avoid every woke company because so many are woke. So I think that's what's hard, too. And now yes. some of them are more overt. Like I would say Target was more on the extreme side with their like tuck friendly bathing suits and satanic yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, like not even in the back of the store. It was at the very front of the store. Like, hey, what's up? Here I am. Check check me out. So that maybe is a little bit worse. But I guess th- the feeling is just it's like, gosh, I feel like I can't go anywhere as a conservative would... who wants to shop at places that share my values. It is really hard to feel like you're only supporting those companies. Yeah. And again, I, I what what I said, I read the letter on the air here. I got an email from somebody who was um, a line worker down there at the, at the plant. Right. And he's like, listen, they're talking about layoffs here. So for all the hate that we're putting on AB, ultimately, it's going to hit the St. Louis economy. And, and the people who had nothing to do with this decision are the ones that are going to suffer from it. And that's what I hate. Have, have they suffered enough? maybe have they learned their lesson? I'll bet they have. I question but, that. But a little bit of, of humility would have gone a long way. And and I would speculate you might have cut your losses in half if you just come out when this happened and admitted you screwed up. Instead, you paid some ridiculously overpriced crisis communications firm somewhere to give you bad advice because a lot of them are woke, too. Mm-hmm. So if you had come to me, I would have done it for free, maybe for a case of you beer. You hear that, A.B.? You could have gone to Mark Thank Cox. you. I would have done it for free. free. Give me a case of beer, maybe a couple cases of beer, and I'd say, hey, just walk out there and say, we screwed up. We're sorry. Uh, if if you're Dylan Mulvaney and you want to drink our beer, feel free, but uh, we still know where our bread is buttered. It's like Jim Carrey they trying to that. say the pen is blue and liar, liar. They, they, <laughs> the pen is blue. They could not say we're sorry, we screwed up. There's no way they could utter those words. I know. So question before we go gone. to break, would you feel comfortable drinking Bud Light again? So I have had Bud Light since this started, and... And primarily the reason I had Bud Light, I did not not go to the store and buy it, but I was, uh, there are several situations in St. Louis you will find yourself in where if you're drinking beer, Anheuser-Busch products are the only thing available. Because they sponsor a lot of events. Like at the stadium. If you you go to a, if you go to a suite down here at the ball game and there's a refrigerator full of free beer, or you could walk downstairs and... Uh, you know, buy an overpriced craft beer. Yes, I've had I've had Bud Light since this but, started. But you wouldn't go to the store I, and buy a twelve pack. I, I have avoided for for a variety of reasons. Maybe maybe what it did was it forced me to try some other things. I've always liked Bud Light Platinum. I have bought some Bud Light Platinum since this happened mm-hmm. because I like that beer. I I think it's delicious. I I do. I enjoy it. Um, but it's very clear that a lot of people didn't because yeah. they lost one point five billion, billion dollars. Yeah. So go woke, go, go broke, broke, wake up and don't do stupid stuff like this again. And if you do, my gosh, come out and say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. Yeah. We're, we're backtracking on this. Come out of the closet and say, I'm sorry. And hire Mark Cox. <laughs> That's that. What, what you need to know from this <clears throat> entire segment is if you screw up, 
hire Mark Cox. My consultancy fee is much cheaper than a crisis communications firm. Can I just tell you that? A little bit of beer goes I, a long I, way. I just, Maybe I, some bourbon. I, I, there you go. Absolutely. You bet. Uh, yeah, good, good good thought. And that number was stunning to me when I saw it this morning. I, I, just, couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. All right. Um, coming up, uh, one thing we have not talked about this morning, the, the tragic loss of two members of the law enforcement community over in Independence yesterday. I want to talk more about the details on that, let you hear from the, uh, the police chief over there when we come back in just a minute. Uh, nothing like a little rush to get your Friday off on the right foot, huh? Uh, that's a good thing there, Grant. Thank you. Did Carl Middleman make that music list before he left? Of course he did. <laughs> By the way, uh, we ha- really haven't mentioned why Carl's not here this morning. He, he, um, he took the day off. Uh, because he was out very late last night. They they had a roast of our friend John Hewlett, the longtime um, host and morning show guy and afternoon guy. I think he's worked every shift at that uh, radio station at KC over the years. I've known John for years. Obviously, there's the voice of the Cardinals at the stadium down there. I mean, he works all the time. But he has pulled back from radio, and they had a they had a roast for him last night, and Carl Middleman got to play a pretty big role in it because he worked with uh, John for 28 years. Wow! Uh, so he knew him; he knows him as well as anybody. They're good friends, and uh, he he went to help roast the U Man last night. That event didn't end till 10. But that's my guess normal is for Carl, Carl. might have still been awake when we went on the air this morning. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. He's normally up though. What till like 11:30 <laughs> or midnight? Doing blue stuff all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yes, he is. He is for sure. Uh, you know, one thing we have not talked about yet this morning, a very sad story that to happen at the middle of the day yesterday when I first started hearing reports on it was the independence police officer and a civil process server for the court system over near independence who were both shot to death while trying to handle an eviction. I mean, I don't think people appreciate how volatile those situations can be when you show up at somebody's door and tell them that you're moving out, whether you like it or not. I mean, I, I've I, as a, as a former uh, rental property owner for a while, I can tell you how incredibly difficult it is to get an eviction. Uh, you would think, as the property owner, you would have most of the rights, and instead, uh, the laws give most of those rights to the scumbags who live in your home and don't pay rent. And sometimes it can take months of them living there for free before you can get them evicted. And when you do get them evicted, um, you you have to send a sheriff's deputy, I think that's how they do it locally in St. Louis County, or a police officer or a process server to the house to hand deliver the information to the individual and tell them this is the day your stuff's getting moved out today. And, and it's a volatile situation. Yesterday, um, they... They had a fatal shooting over an Independence police officer. Cody Allen from the Independence Police Department was killed. And this is what you need to know about him. I mean, people talk about a call to service. Cody Allen was 35 years old. Um, He had worked in several departments in that part of the state. He had been with the Independence Police Department for about two years. He, He had left. He decided to He was going to leave law enforcement, and then he felt called back to it. So he went back to work for the Independence uh, Police Department. And, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with his family this morning. Here's the police chief, Adam Dustman, yesterday. 
again, this is a, this is more than just a job. This is a life. It is a calling. Um, you don't raise your hand and, and go towards danger uh, when others typically run away without something that is ingrained in your spirit uh, and who you are as a person. And uh, he was that, that person. He was that spirit. And so he missed it. Um, and uh, I was very proud um, and excited when he uh, came back to serve. Now, that gives me chills because it's so true that you, there really is a calling if you're wanting to put yourself in that position. If, if you're willing to put mm-hmm. yourself in, if you willingly put yourself in that position where you're running toward the, the gunfire or you're running into the house that's on fire, uh, not just everybody has what it takes to do that. Let's mm-hmm. just face it. They don't. Um, and the ones that don't get, get weeded out uh, usually pretty quickly. Drexel Mack is the other person who died Yesterday, uh, Drexel was a, I think, 42 years old, a civil process server. So the person assigned by the court to deliver the eviction notice to the house. This was uh, the judge that he worked for. He is, I think, 43 years old, maybe 42, um, has been with the court for over 12 years. Um, He has a fiance who lives here in the local area and some family here, but also some family down in Florida. Um, So he's, he's got family in both places, some adult children as well. Yeah. And we know two other officers who were there on scene also were shot, but are expected to be okay. The suspect is in has been taken into custody at this point, not identified. Um, The wounded officers have not been identified. Of course, we're we're praying for their their recovery as well. And the procession when they took that officer's body from the hospital was I mean, it would send chills down your spine. There were there must have been a hundred police officers on motorcycles Mm -hmm. in that procession. So. There we go again. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, if you're a first responder, a police officer, a firefighter, a paramedic, thank you for what you do. We owe you a we owe you a debt for what you do. Thank you. Coming up, uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, AB. Uh, you, th- there's a threat of a strike uh, right now, and I don't know how that's going to go. We're going to talk more about that in the uh, next hour. Jim Carafano a little later, and the latest on ranked choice voting in the seven o'clock hour. We'll be back. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 